Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of our Deep Dive Science Series. Today, we've got a complex but thrilling topic on our hands, equivariant scalar fields for molecular docking with fast Fourier transforms. This might sound like a tongue twister, but we promise to unpack it in an intuitive way. Absolutely, Jen. And for those of you thinking, biochemistry, math, this is going to be tough. Don't worry, we've got your back. Let's start with the basics and set the scene. Molecular docking is a computational technique where scientists predict the best way a small molecule, often a potential drug, can attach or dock to a target protein. Imagine a lock and key. It's about finding the best fit. Right? And finding this best fit is crucial in drug discovery because how well a drug binds to its target can determine how effective it will be. However, this process of finding the right fit or the optimal docking of the molecule involves solving complex mathematical equations, and that is typically a very time-consuming task. Enter the paper we're discussing today, which approaches this problem using machine learning, particularly leveraging something called graph neural networks. Graph neural networks are a type of neural network particularly good at dealing with data that represents relationships, like the bonds between atoms in a molecule. In this paper, they redefine the molecular docking scoring function, basically the formula that tells you how good the fit is, in such a way that they can optimize it really quickly using fast Fourier transforms, or FFTs for short. FFTs are a mathematical tool that can take functions apart into frequencies. You can think of it like listening to music and identifying all the individual notes in a chord. The big breakthrough is that they've essentially turned a super complex problem into a more manageable one by changing the way the scoring function behaves, making it friendlier for optimization through FFTs. An equivariance, mentioned in the title, refers to the scoring function's consistency under various transformations. If you rotate or move the molecule, an equivariant model can handle these changes elegantly. Their approach doesn't just tweak an existing method, it's a whole new paradigm. It changes the game by allowing rapid optimization of these molecular interactions. And that's just the introduction to our in-depth discussion. Next up, we'll dive into the methodologies, the results, and the broader implications of this research. So grab a coffee and let's get into the science of fitting molecular pieces together with some clever computational wizardry. Stay tuned. Ever been on a blind date with a molecule? Introducing MatchDoc, the digital cupid revolutionizing the pharmaceutical world. Our patented ESF technology swipes through billions of molecular profiles, finding the perfect drug match for any lonely protein. Fast, efficient, powered by the sheer speed of fast Fourier transforms, finding the one has never been faster. No more awkward molecular mixers or speed dating disasters. With MatchDoc, it's a scientific match made in heaven. MatchDoc, because even proteins deserve a little romance. Welcome to the latest episode of our podcast. Today, Jen and I are diving into the fascinating world of genomics and the groundbreaking paper titled Discobax, Discovery of Optimal Intervention Sets in Genomic Experiment Design. Absolutely, Tom. Genomics is the study of genomes, which is the complete set of DNA in an organism. And an important part of genomics is understanding how to manipulate genes to treat diseases. 
This paper introduces DiscoBacks, a new methodology that's making waves in the field. To get started, it's crucial we understand why this paper is significant in genomic research. Identifying the right genes to target when developing treatments for diseases driven by genetic factors is like finding a needle in a haystack. Right. Traditional approaches require sifting through billions of potential interventions, but Discobacks focuses on finding interventions that are not just influential on the target phenotype, but also diverse in their mechanisms. This multi-pronged attack is vital as it reduces the risk of failure in further stages of drug development. Now let's break down some key concepts from the paper, starting with genes. Genes are segments of DNA that act as instructions to make molecules called proteins, and different combinations of genes are turned on or off in different types of cells. The target phenotype is the observable characteristics of a cell or organism that result from the interactions between its genetic makeup and the environment. In this context, we're talking about how a genetic intervention might influence disease-relevant cellular processes. And when we mention intervention sets, we're talking about specific changes induced in genes, like turning them off, to see how these alterations influence the target phenotype. As for the paper's vocabulary, terms like phenotypic change, genomic interventions, and diverse mechanisms pop up frequently. Phenotypic change is the observable effect on an organism's characteristics after modifying its genes. Genomic interventions are deliberate manipulations of genes, often to study or alter an organism's phenotype. And diverse mechanisms refer to the varied ways in which genes can influence phenotype, not just a single pathway. Moving into the core of the paper, the highlight is Discobax's objective. It's not just about predicting phenotype changes, but efficiently planning experiments to identify a diverse set of promising gene targets. The research deploys a method from computational statistics called Bayesian optimization for this task. This approach outperforms current strategies, both theoretically and experimentally. They proved this by running simulations and also real-world genomic tasks. Discobacks found effective gene targets that might have been overlooked otherwise. These findings have huge implications. In a field where resources are precious, employing Discobacks can optimize research efforts and potentially speed up new treatments journey from the lab to the clinic. To wrap up, Discobacks is a game-changing methodology in genomic research. Its potential to identify optimal and diverse sets of gene interventions could revolutionize early-stage drug discovery and validation. We hope this deep dive gave you an insightful glimpse into this complex topic. Discobacks seems poised to make a significant impact on future genomic experiments and ultimately on the healthcare field. Keep an eye on this space. Until next time, keep questioning, keep learning, and never lose your curiosity in the wonders of science. This is Tom. And Jen, signing off. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Want to play God with genes but don't have a universe to spare? Introducing Discobacks Corp the company where we disco dance through your DNA, finding the life of the party in your genes. We've got a revolutionary way to mix and match your genetic interventions faster than a DJ spinning records at a genome gala. With our cutting-edge Discobacks technology, we don't just find any old genes, we find the grooviest ones that boogie down in diverse ways to treat diseases. So if you're sick of the same old genetic tunes, let Discobacks drop the bass on your biomedical research and turn your lab into the hottest club for genomic discoveries.
Call us now and mention the code GenomeGroove for a free trial of Discobax. It's the funky, fresh way to accelerate your research. Discobax Corp, where every experiment is a hit on the dance floor of drug discovery. Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of the Deep Dive into Science podcast. I'm your host, Tom, here with the incredible Jen, and today we've got a fascinating topic for all you science enthusiasts. Absolutely, Tom. We're about to unravel a research paper that represents a breakthrough in the field of computational biology. The focus of today's discussion is the paper titled Efficiently Predicting Protein Stability Changes Upon Single-Point Mutation with Large Language Models. Before we dive into the nitty-gritty, let's talk about why this paper is significant. As many of you know, proteins are the workhorses within our cells, performing a multitude of functions essential for life. That's right, Tom. And the stability of these proteins is a critical factor for their proper functioning. Even a single-point mutation can drastically affect a protein's stability and thus its function, which has implications in the development of diseases and also drug development. Which brings us to the significance of this paper. The researchers have developed a method to predict the changes in protein stability caused by single-point mutations, and what's truly groundbreaking is their use of large language models. This can fast-track the process of understanding protein mutations in relation to disease and the creation of new therapeutics. Exactly, Tom. Now, let's get into the key concepts addressed in the paper. To those unfamiliar with the territory, large language models, or LLMs, are highly complex algorithms capable of processing and understanding human language. LLMs have traditionally been used for text prediction and analysis, but their potential in bioinformatics is a relatively new and exciting avenue. In the context of this paper, a large language model is used to interpret protein sequences, which can be thought of as a language with an alphabet comprising various amino acids. Think of proteins as sentences formed by this unique language of amino acids. Any alteration, like a mutation, can change the meaning of this sentence, in our case, the structure and function of the protein. And when it comes to protein stability, there's this concept of Gibbs free energy, represented as delta G. The change in this energy upon mutation, denoted as delta G, indicates whether a protein becomes more stable or less. Now don't let the dulls scare you. In our context, a simple way to understand this is to compare it to a balance scale. The weight difference before and after a change tells us whether the protein is happier and stable or calls it quits and destabilizes. With this groundwork laid out, let's dig a bit deeper into the magic behind the research paper's methodology, findings, their impact on the field, and of course, our own reflections on its broader relevance. And don't worry if some of these scientific terms seem complex. We'll make sure to explain it all in a way that will not just inform, but hopefully also entertain you. So stay tuned as we decode efficiently predicting protein stability changes upon single-point mutation with large language models. Detailed discussion section starts. To effectively tackle a topic of this magnitude, we need to break it down. So let's begin with the research paper's objectives. The paper sets out to predict how stable a protein will be after a mutation occurs in just one spot, hence the term single-point mutation. Right, Jen. And the methodology here is quite innovative. The researchers combine protein sequence information, which is like the order of beads on a string, 
with their structural features, which is more about how these beads fold and interact in three-dimensional space. They're using something known as an ESM, an acronym for Evolutionary Scale Modeling, which in the protein world is revolutionary. This model reads and interprets the protein sequences and structures by leveraging the massive amounts of data that LLMs are trained on. Their key findings show that by using this ESM-assisted model, the prediction of protein stability changes has not only become more accurate, but also impressively efficient when compared to traditional methods, which were both time-consuming and computationally expensive. That brings us to the implications and applications. Imagine speeding up the process of drug development, understanding diseases better, and even aiding the design of proteins with industrial applications. The possibilities are endless. And in our conclusion, we must highlight the main takeaways. This research opens up a new paradigm where language models serve as powerful tools in decoding the language of life, the proteins. It's a step towards a future where we can pinpoint and possibly correct problematic mutations within our biological machinery. Well said, Tom. It's like being able to predict a structural flaw in a building plan and fixing it before even laying down the first brick. Couldn't agree more, Jen. The implications of such advancements are monumental, and we are here for it, cheering on the bright minds behind these breakthroughs. Absolutely, Tom. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. It's been a pleasure to break down such an impactful paper for you all. Remember, science is more than a field of study. It's the future unfolding before our eyes. And on that note, we wrap up today's episode. We hope you found it as insightful as we did. Until next time, keep looking at the world with wonder and never stop asking questions. Stay curious, folks, and see you in the next deep dive. Are you ready for some rib-tickling ribosomes and some entertaining enzymes? Introducing Mutation Mirth, the company that turns protein prediction into a barrel of laughs. With our groundbreaking LLM-powered app, ProteinNerds, you can simulate protein mutations and predict their stability changes all while playing a game. It's fun, it's informative, and guaranteed not to cause an allergic reaction. Swipe left for a stable protein, swipe right for those wobbly ones ready to topple over. It's like a dating app for amino acids. Sign up now and get the chance to match the legendary Methionine Man with his stable sidekick, Cysteine Crusader. But wait, there's more. Connect with the other protein enthusiasts and compete to climb the leaderboard of stability. Can you mutate to accumulate points? Become the ultimate mutator and unlock hidden features like the secret society of superstable sequences, so exclusive, even DNA helicases can't unwind its mysteries. Download Protein Nerds today and turn your protein panic into Protein Party. And remember, at Mutation Mirth, we take your gene pool seriously. So dive in. Welcome to today's episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we're diving into a fascinating paper titled Percival, Neural Network-Based Visualization for Pervasive Continuum Mechanical Simulations in Musculoskeletal Biomechanics. The title's a mouthful, but stick with us. This is cutting-edge stuff. We're talking about bringing high-level biomechanical simulations onto devices like your smartphone. Right. Typically, these simulations require beefy computers, but researchers are finding clever ways to make them accessible and visual on less powerful tech. Before we start, let's unpack that title. 
we're looking at pervasive computing, which is all about embedding computational capabilities, everyday objects, to make them smart. That's mixed with continuum mechanical simulations, a way to simulate physical systems, in this case, the biomechanics of the musculoskeletal system down to tissue deformations. And neural network-based visualization refers to using a type of artificial intelligence to translate these complex simulations into understandable visual formats. Absolutely. So the significance? It's a big leap towards democratizing high-fidelity biomechanical simulations, making them more accessible for medical, research, and educational uses. Now, onto the key concepts. We'll be discussing neural networks, particularly deep learning models, and their use in creating surrogates, substitutes for more complex systems. Think of surrogates as a sort of cheat sheet that approximates what a full simulation would do without all the computational overhead. And when we say musculoskeletal biomechanics, we're looking at how muscles, tendons, and bones interact as a system, how they move, bear loads, and respond to stimuli. That's the backbone of modeling exercises, rehabilitation, and even surgical planning. Delving into the research, the main goal here was ambitious, to visualize the deformation of muscles in real time without needing supercomputer-level resources. They focused on the biceps brachii, a well-known muscle that flexes the forearm as their modeling target, using different levels of muscle activation as inputs. The methodology combined high-fidelity biomechanical models with sparse grids and deep learning models for maximum accuracy and speed. Think of it like creating a map of how the muscle moves across different activation levels, then training a neural network to navigate that map in the blink of an eye. Their results? Remarkable. They achieved an average error of just under one millimeter in the muscle positioning, that's tiny, and crazy fast prediction speeds suitable for real-time applications. The implication? Muscle deformations could be accurately visualized on the fly using simple hardware, a game changer for medical and ARVR applications. Conclusion begins. To wrap up, this research opens exciting new avenues for bringing complex biomechanical simulations into everyday settings, potentially transforming how we learn about and interact with our own bodies. It's still early days, but the prospect of being able to see and understand these intricate body mechanics on a smartphone or headset is genuinely thrilling. We'll be keeping a close eye on this field and can't wait to see how it evolves. Technology continues to erase the boundaries of what's possible, doesn't it, Jen? Definitely, Tom. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed today's foray into the frontier of biomechanical visualizations. Until next time. Hey folks, have you ever wanted x-ray vision like a superhero? Or maybe you've just wondered what your muscles are actually doing when you're pumping iron at the gym. Well, wonder no more. Introducing Muscle Vision R, the app that turns your phone into a muscle tracking powerhouse. Simply strap your phone to your arm and voila, you can watch your biceps dance in real time as you lift, flex, and even text. Powered by the revolutionary neural network technology from Percival, this little app makes those million-dollar simulations fit right in your pocket. Plus, with the AR feature, you can project those mighty muscle movements onto any surface. Ever wanted to see your forearm muscles flex on your cat? Now you can. So whether you're a bio-nerd, fitness fan, or just want to prank your friends by making your wallpaper squirm, Muscle Vision AR is your ticket to the gun show.
Download now and get ready to turn that body into an open book. The chapters on gains just got a whole lot more interesting. Muscle Vision AR, because your muscles are the real MVPs. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we've got a fascinating topic that bridges the world of neuroscience and deep learning. Disentangling fact from grid cell fiction in trained deep path integrators. We'll take a deep dive into this paper to understand the significance of grid cells, the hypothesis of path integration, and what this research reveals about the robustness of these theories in neural network models. Before we unravel the paper, let's lay down some groundwork. Grid cells are a type of neuron found in the brains of many animals, and they help with spatial navigation by creating a grid-like representation of the environment. These cells have been the subject of intense research because understanding how they work could be key to advancements in artificial intelligence, especially in the area of spatial navigation. The authors of this paper are challenging the prevailing notion that grid cells naturally arise from the process of path integration, which is a method used by the brain to calculate one's position based on the direction and distance of movement. Path integration is like having an internal GPS that updates with every step you take. The significance of this paper is that it challenges the assumption that simply training networks to perform path integration is sufficient for the emergence of grid-like patterns observed in grid cells. That's a pretty big deal because it calls into question some previous findings that suggested these cells could spontaneously emerge in artificial neural networks, which would be a huge win for deep learning. Exactly, Jen. To further add context, path integration is seen as a fundamental navigational strategy. If we can replicate grid cell function in neural networks, it has profound implications not just for neuroscience, but also for enhancing navigation systems in robots and autonomous vehicles. Defining concepts we'll encounter in this paper include path integration as we've described, grid cells and their hexagonal firing patterns, and the calculations involving Fourier analysis, which deals with frequency space. Think of it like analyzing the different pitches in a musical composition, but for neural activity. Now let's jump into the core of our discussion, the paper itself. The authors conducted extensive experiments with over 11,000 deep neural networks to test the path integration hypothesis. They found that while most networks learned to successfully path integrate, very few displayed grid-like tuning. Unless, and this is crucial, unless they used a particular type of supervised target known as difference of softmaxes or DOS, which was specifically crafted to produce grid-like tuning. And here's where it gets interesting. The use of DOS targets didn't actually improve path integration performance. It was a deliberate move to induce grid-like properties. This suggests that grid-like tuning is not a natural outcome of path integration learning, but rather a result of the specific conditions set by the researchers. And this is a sticking point, as it could mislead us into thinking that the networks are learning to mimic grid cell activity when in reality it's more of a constructed outcome. It raises the question, are we legitimately modeling grid cells or are we simply retrofitting the models to produce desired outcomes? This paper has a ripple effect on the field. It's making us take a step back and really examine the nature of our models and the conclusions we draw from them. It's a call for rigorous evaluation 
and perhaps a move towards more biologically inspired models that don't rely on tailored targets like DOS. Concluding our discussion today, we recognize how this paper critically evaluates the robustness of neural network models in replicating complex biological phenomena like grid cells. It urges a more nuanced approach to interpreting data and warns against overfitting models to existing theories. Essentially, it tells us that there's no shortcut to understanding the intricate workings of the brain, especially when it comes to neural representations of space. And that's a wrap for this episode. This paper reminds us that the road to truly understanding neural mechanisms, both biological and artificial, is filled with complexity and nuance. Join us next time as we continue to explore intriguing intersections of neuroscience and machine learning. Until then, I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we've got something special for you. We're going to take a short break with a word from our new outrageously clever sponsor, Gridlock Deep Learning Solutions. Are you tired of your robot vacuum getting lost in the Bermuda Triangle of your living room? Does your autonomous drone think a cactus is a landing pad? Fear no more. Introducing Gridlock Deep Learning Solutions, the only company bold enough to say, we put the art in artificial grid cells. With Gridlock's new do-it-yourself grid cell kit, now you can teach your machines how to not find themselves by themselves. Forget about emergent properties. We're all about the convergent properties. Embed your desires right into your AI with our patented difference of softmaxes tuning. Our solution is hexagon from the standards, because who needs standards when you can custom craft your grid cells in the shape of your favorite hexagonal waffle? Need proof? Just ask our satisfied customer, Robo Raccoon, who says, with gridlock, I've discovered places in the trash I never knew existed. So embrace the chaos and break free from the grid of convention. Visit Gridlock Deep Learning Solutions today, because when it comes to navigation, sometimes it's hip to be square, but it's cooler to be hexagonal. And back to our podcast. Remember, folks, Gridlock, when reality is too unpredictable, control it with confidence and a little bit of fiction. Okay, Gridlock definitely has a sense of humor. Don't forget to check them out and support our podcast by using the promo code FAKEGRID at checkout for an imaginary discount. Thank you.